It can be an all-too-familiar scenario playing out every day in many homeschool moms' houses. And that is, you have some amazing resources, curriculum and plans, and you have these ideas of homeschooling your kids. You know why you're homeschooling your kids. You have this great foundation, and you have the workout, and you have the school stuff figured out, the resources, everything, all the fun stuff. Maybe the worksheets and the not-so-fun stuff. And then you are met with an uncooperative child, an uncooperative student who is your child and refusing to do their homeschool work. Does this sound familiar to you? Or maybe you just want to be aware of this scenario and the situation just in case. If so, you're going to want to stick around. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Did you notice something new about the podcast today? Hopefully I did not throw you for a loop and... The podcast art, the picture there of me and with the name of the podcast, has changed. I've updated that. So thank you for still being here. Hopefully you looked at that and said, she looks familiar. Okay, let's check it out. Hopefully I haven't lost anybody with this, but I'm excited about the new podcast art. It is still me. I figured after two years of podcasting, I should probably update that. My hair is much longer. I'm a little bit older, and I'm one of those people that are like, I just want to show who I am, what I look like right now, because it really throws me for a loop. If I ever meet somebody, I'm like, you do not even look like your picture. So yes, it is still me, still Little by Little Homeschool podcast. Let's start off here, this podcast that we're just talking about kids not being cooperative uh, with you and refusing to do their schoolwork. You love your children and they love you. But there is this huge hurdle in your relationship when it comes to your schoolwork. You As I had mentioned earlier, have amazing curriculum and resources, and you're excited about homeschooling because you have a long-range vision. You know why you're doing this. You know that this is the best avenue for your family, and you have just so much. It is aligned with your style, your vision, your goals, but you can't get past this. The fact that your child or children are not cooperating with you and they are refusing to do their schoolwork. And you're thinking to yourself, maybe I should just quit. Maybe I shouldn't do this homeschool thing. Maybe I'm not cut out for this. Maybe this isn't right for them. It's not right for me. Stick with me here today because I'm going to offer you some reasons why and I'm going to offer you even better than that, some solutions and some direction. Now, I have three kiddos, a daughter and two sons. My daughter was very cooperative. She loved to do school to an extent. There were some tears and To be honest, those were my fault when I pushed her too much. So she was very cooperative. To be honest, also, she was maybe too cooperative, and we had to work through that. And I had to show her that she doesn't always have to just be obedient to everybody that's an authority over her. Now, my boys, there were some ups and downs when it came to cooperation. They are now 16 and 19. 
So I want to tell you that I found that with age and with them knowing why I was assigning the certain work, why we were doing certain projects, why we were covering certain curriculum really helped. When they knew why they understood my heart and my reasons behind it, they could get on board to a certain extent, but really it took time with them growing up and their maturity. We'll get into that a little bit more in just a moment. But let's start here with some of the reasons that I see for why children aren't being cooperative with their homeschool mom and just flat out refusing to do some of their work that their mom wants them to do. The first reason that I see when kids aren't being cooperative is that they don't see mom as their teacher. We can even say teacher in quotes. Usually this is because the child has a school mentality. They have put education and learning into a box. Most of the time, this is from a child that has been in the public or private school system. So they see school in a certain light, in a certain way. And I do worksheets and I learn lessons. And that is only happens during these certain times. And with somebody who is not related to me, somebody that is basically essentially a stranger at the beginning of the school year, and you get to know them as your teacher, as your authority figure to a certain extent during the homeschool, uh, during the school year. And so therefore, you see that person as having the right and being an authority figure to teach you, say it is math, to teach you certain information about math and teach you your math facts, and then to give you a worksheet to make sure that you know how to add and subtract and multiply and divide. And then it goes on from there to more advanced mathematics. But these children have usually been in the school system to some extent. And it could have just been one year. It could have been a couple of years. It could have been many years. And it also doesn't necessarily mean that because a child was in for a couple of years that they're going to have this. It also is a bit of their personality and how much they absorb the school system and the way that that operates. And then they get home and they say, this, is, this isn't the same thing. You aren't a teacher mom. And so therefore, I don't have to do this work. I'm going to link some other episodes in the show notes that have to do with this. Uh, one particular that has to do with when your child does not see you as a teacher. And the other one is episode 202, and that talks about de-schooling. Now, that episode 202 is mostly focused on de-schooling of the parent, which actually can play into this as well, with you realizing the amount of indoctrination, the amount of presence that the school system and the routines and just the way it operates is in your life and in your mind. But you can also use that information from episode 202 about de-schooling and then translate it into your child. So that episode can help with kids. But the first reason I want to give here for why a child is being cooperative and refusing to do the homeschool work that you want them to do is because they don't see you as a teacher and they have that school mentality. Number two, piggybacks on that. And it is a lack of respect for your authority. Are you acting respectable would be the first question to ask yourself. Are they respecting you in other areas of life? When it comes to getting chores done in the house, when it comes to coming to the table for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, when it comes to helping out a sibling, when it comes to getting into the car to go somewhere, are they respecting you and your authority over them when it comes to just those day in and those day out things? If they are not, then most likely this is an overall lack of respect for you as the mom. 
if it is just the school part, just the curriculum and the resources you have and maybe the worksheets, if it is just that, then possibly they respect you in other areas. And then you want to go back to the number one reason that I gave, and that is that they don't see you as a teacher. So the first thing you want to do is ask yourself, am I acting respectable? And where are they respecting my authority and my direction and guidance? And where are they not accepting that? And that will show you whether it has to do overall with a lack of respect or if it just has to do with this compartmentalization of education and learning. The third possible reason as to why you are having such uncooperativeness from your child when it comes to homeschool is I alluded to it in my own homeschool when I talked about my boys, and it is just a lack of self-control and a lower maturity level. This happens often with boys. And as I'm talking through this, you're probably thinking, yep, 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 that's my son, that's my son, that's my son, and possibly not girls. Now, this isn't a straight thing. It's not like it has to be boys or and it can never be girls, but we just tend to see that in the personalities of males and females. And so it just really can be a lack of self-control, which takes time. Think about the boys who just are acting out and are doing this and doing that and moving and all this stuff. And you know that it's better for them to be home because in school, all their fidgeting, all their moving around, all of their talking would get them into trouble. That is one big reason that I saw for my older son as to why we decided to switch and decided to go into homeschooling because of that, just a lack of self-control, which he's fine. He was just, a, he's just a young boy. So we have to say, is it just him at this age? Is it a, a bigger issue or is it just something that he's going to end up growing out of, he or she? And so boys more often tend to have this though. But maybe it's maturity. It's just you have to look at their age. Are you asking them to do something that is beyond their ability for their age, their maturity for their age? You could have two, let's say, eight-year-old boys or two eight-year-old girls, and their maturity level could be different. Now, obviously, between a boy and a girl, the maturity level is usually, typically, it's different. But just say you had two boys next to each other, and their maturity level could be very different from each other. Two girls' maturity level could be very different from each other. And so just knowing that self-control and maturity will come, it can come with time. In some children, it might require more training and more input from mom and dad. Another part of this, having a lack of self-control maturity, could also be, it could possibly come from their birth order. Are you having trouble with your youngest, whereas with your oldest, you didn't have that trouble? And so birth order really can play a big part into it. I remember when my kids were younger, I was really into reading lots of books about birth order, and it just really fascinated me. And I think that there is something to it to an extent. I don't think we should say, well, I'm the oldest and therefore I am like this, that God can't do anything with that. Or I'm the youngest, so I'm always just going to get away with doing whatever and I don't have to have any responsibilities. Well, that's, that's not biblical either. But I think it is fascinating that we have natural bents and natural inclinations because of birth order. So now that we have talked about the possible reasons, and I hope that in some of those you're like, yes, that's probably it. Hopefully I've hit the nail on the head with a couple of those, or it has given you at least some direction and some things to think about. And then 
to definitely talk to your husband about as well. He really needs to be a part of this. Uh, he is a very big part of their lives and he can really help out with this concern that you have as well. So what do you do about this? Before I get into that, if you are not a part of the Facebook group, you really should. There are some amazing, well, they're all amazing, like-minded moms who are homeschooling in the Facebook group. We would love to have you join if you are not a part of it. The link is in the show notes and it is a place that you can ask questions and you can get answers and get some input for all the different areas that come to homeschool. All right, so what do we do when we have a child that's uncooperative and refusing to do their homeschool work? First thing is focus on more character training than actually doing the work. So what I mean about character training, the character of a person is what I'm talking about, not necessarily the character in a story. Focusing on their character, who they are, how they think, their worldview, and then how does that translate into how do they act? Just like I was talking about in the very beginning here, talking about are you acting respectable? Are you somebody that they should respect? And therefore, hopefully, character is that they learn to be respectable as well. What I would suggest in this scenario, if you're saying, I think it is a bit of their character, is to focus a bit more on their character work. And a great place to start is the fruits of the spirit, or fruit of the spirit, sorry, there's not multiple, there's fruit, it's all one fruit. <laughs> but looking at the fruit of the spirit, is that where that is where you can start? You can find some amazing studies online and lots of resources you can just get from Amazon. Ask around to friends, a great person to ask is possibly the children's ministry leader at your church. I got some great information and some great resources through a friend of mine who was also the children's ministry leader at our church when my kids were little. But focus on more character training and not necessarily the work, but that also means don't say we can't do the work because doing the work along with the character training brings up the character training that needs to be done and the parts of them and their heart that needs to be spoken into. So let's do an example of character training. If you notice that your child is lying a lot, well, that's definitely something that you don't want to be a part of their character. I mean, we know biblically, we know that as well, but we also know how much that will hold them back in life if they are seen as a liar. Therefore, you're going to pour into scriptures and maybe also books you can find. Uh, it was put out a long time ago. I think it's the Book of Virtues, and you can look up certain virtues and and read different stories. And a lot of times, just short little stories and fables can really mean a lot to kids that will stick with them more than you standing over them, pointing your finger and telling them that they are lying a lot and that they shouldn't do that. And so find creative ways to be able to tie this in. And it doesn't mean necessarily that you push aside the work forever. Maybe you do need to push it aside for a little bit. You know your child, you know what you need to do, but it's okay to put things aside a little bit and then maybe to pull it back and start doing the schoolwork that you want them to do and tying in that character training. Second thing of what you can do is to check if there are unmet emotional needs from your child. Maybe this is a cry for attention. Did you recently give birth to a new baby and now you're wanting them to do schoolwork and they are feeling neglected? Is there, are there other things that are going on in the family, different dynamics Things that are going on that just there just is some unmet emotional needs and maybe they will be able to listen well to you during your school time if you fill their cup up in other ways outside of the school time. 
if the school time is when they get 100% of your attention and not 100% ever throughout the day, they might just start acting out during that time. Sometimes any attention is better than no attention when it comes to a child. They just don't have the maturity to think like, well, (laughs) I'd rather not have any attention than for me to be getting yelled at or disciplined or anything like that. So check if there is an unmet emotional need that you can fill up, that dad can fill up, and see how you can do that. And then hopefully the situation will resolve itself during the school time. The third thing about what to do is to maybe take a look and say, is there a power struggle that is going on? Does this child have no control in their life at all? We know how strong-willed some children can be. When a child is very little, they learn one of the first words is no. They want to exert their ability to control situations. And we do, to a certain degree, let them. And I remember being like, do you want to wear the brown shoes or the black shoes? I honestly didn't care what shoes they wore, but they felt like they had some control over their life. And they picked whatever color shoes that it is that they felt they wanted to at that time. So giving them an opportunity to have a little bit more control so that there isn't that power struggle. If this child has zero free time in their day, they don't have, there's no margin and they're being just shuffled around from here to there and not being filled up by you, that it might be a power struggle. And how can you give them some control when it comes to school is to give them a little bit of freedom. Maybe you tell them, hey, when you come down in the morning, you are welcome to start working on your independent work. Or you could say, when we sit down to do our schoolwork, you can pick the order that we are going to do things. Or maybe you say, listen, we're only going to do math two or three days a week. Which days would you like to do it? Or something like, would you like to get all of your math done for the, wor- for the week right now and we could just sit here for the next 30, 40 minutes and you'll be done with math for the entire week? Just letting them have a little bit of that control so that you don't have to control everything. And it allows them to feel like they have some control, right? And you're okay with it and you need to be okay with it. If you're not okay with it, then you need to work on being okay, being like, that's okay. They got all their math done for the week on Monday. That is okay to let them do that. So give them a little bit of freedom. Think about how you can do that to definitely tie your husband into all of this. And like I mentioned earlier, if you are looking for some camaraderie, you're looking for some like-minded moms who want to encourage you and that you can also encourage, I encourage you to definitely join the Facebook group and the link is in the show notes. Friend, I hope that this episode has given you some possible reasons, lots of things to think about, lots of problem solving and different ways of testing this out. And I just pray at the end of it that you and your child or children that you are having concern over and having struggles in your relationship, I just pray that at the end of all of this, your relationship is even stronger. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.